Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today I'm joined in studio by Will, Nasser, and Keith from the RMWB to talk about construction. So we'll start with Will. Who are you and what do you do? Hi there, folks. Uh, my name is Will Collins, and I'm a strategist in the communications and engagement department. And Nasser? Hi, I'm Nasser Krishi. I'm senior uh, senior manager and acting director of engineering department. Uh, so we deliver projects, mostly assigned to us through sponsor departments and as directed by council as per strategic plan. Awesome. And Keith? Hi, my name is Keith Smith. I'm the director of your public works department. Public works consists of transit, facilities, fleet, parks, roads, and all of our rural areas. Awesome. So jumping right into it, how many departments deal with construction? Obviously, you guys are all part of it, but how does that kind of work? There are three departments that primarily delivers or sponsors capital projects within the municipality, that being public works, engineering, and uh, environmental services. However, it's a multi-departmental delivery. It takes everything from supply chain to finance to communications to deliver projects on time and within budget. Awesome. Jumping into, can you guys explain kind of why the construction is important to our region? Well, this is when uh, crews get out there and they not only build our communities, but they also maintain things. So there's a lot of infrastructure out in the region and they, that has to be maintained on an ongoing basis just to make sure it's safe, that it's operational, that it's serving its, you know, what it's intended for. And so that's an ongoing that's an ongoing thing really just to make sure that everything's up to snuff and working fine jumping into that why is it important for residents to know about construction it's it's important from the safety perspective and we are unique community in the northern region so where our construction season is very short i would say just uh, uh, five six months so where we have to deliver all that approved capital plans so we have to keep the residents informed through our construction notices through um, through websites so we have different communications uh, tools which we communicate with the residents so the whole purpose is safety awareness and so that they know well ahead of all that construction road closures and uh, traffic detour plans so that uh, to avoid any uh, conflicts in their day-to-day activities and uh, to uh, deliver the projects safely yeah i think if i can just interject there i think that's a great point nasser yeah it's good for people to know from a safety perspective so a we want to keep construction crews safe who are work, maybe working close to roads or out in the out and about in the community but we also want residents to be safe so if there's a change in like a traffic pattern or something or even on a sidewalk you know we want people to know about that so that they don't they don't have any issues or any accidents or anything like that we want to just make sure everyone's safe and I also think it's just important for people to know about construction season because this is where tax dollars are being spent you know millions of dollars are spent each year uh, on making this a great place to live, right? So I think it's important for people to know about that. Yeah, and I just want to build up on one point that uh, Will was saying earlier is that construction doesn't always mean new projects. Most of what we do is life cycling. 
So it's no difference when I talk to some people about the same as when you're in your home. Like the pipes eventually need to be re- recycled. Re- uh, renovate your washroom, renovate your kitchen. It's the same thing with running a municipality. The majority of it is life cycling. For sure. What are you, some challenges you guys have with construction? Obviously, you spoke on kind of the shorter time frame you guys have, whether it's climate, employment, resources. What are some challenges you face normally? Majority of, this, of the challenges that we face is definitely we have a short window. It's typically mid-May to mid-October that we can do construction. However, uh, since the pandemic and since COVID has occurred, what we found is uh, just lead time in getting supplies or getting getting manpower or the inflation. That's what we're really facing right now is challenges. Jumping into the next one, what are some challenges that residents usually have with construction and how do you kind of deal with that? (laughs) (laughs) I'll jump in on this one because I think think communication is a big issue. We try our best to get as much information out to residents early so before work is even happening. But really, I think sometimes residents don't know where to go to get that information. So I'm going to plug this this website many times throughout the conversation rmwb.ca slash construction that's really an important uh, location on our municipal website where people can there can find a few tools for staying up to date so one of the tools is basically just a list of of different communities and neighborhoods and people can kind of click through to find specifically where they live and find information about their particular neighborhood or community there's actually an interactive construction map that people can click on and scroll around the community and and click on you know pretty lines and stuff that are you know colored different colors and you can find out specific projects and where they're located and lastly people can actually subscribe for email updates and so every time we post an update on on that municipal webpage the construction webpage people would get an email notification saying oh you know the municipality just posted a new construction notice let's see what's happening so i think that's kind of really an important thing and uh, is often sort of a gap that we're trying to address and fill you know but we can only lead a horse to water we can't make people drink so to speak so we can lead people to that municipal construction page but we encourage you to sign up we encourage you to dig around and see what's happening and also following us on social media is helpful because we often post information on social media and if you have any questions i think pulse pulse is good too Um, but that's really one of the bigger problems that i've noticed is just letting people know what's happening jumping into the next one um, any tips for navigating around construction? So let's say if there was a road closure or stuff like that, and you know about it beforehand through, let's say, Pulse Line, through the website, through social media, will there be signs up? Will there be notices beforehand? Kind of how will we be dealing with that? Yeah, well, e- each construction project is different. So we try to let people know in, in ways that are sort of tailor-made for that project. But yes, you'll often see signage in the vicinity of the project area, letting people know of any potential detours, road closures or maybe they'll have flaggers flagging people through a single lane something like that so that's that's kind of an important i guess thing to watch out for and always give yourself extra time yes when you're moving throughout the city yeah sure. give yourself extra time and uh definitely plan ahead you know we even have construction downtown um for the saunderson uh, pressure reducing station and work is happening right beside our municipal parking lot where we go park in the morning so even myself i put the notice out and i have to remind myself in the morning okay, Will, you can't take your regular route to work. You have to go around the other way to get into the parking lot. And just those little reminders are going to make my day or your day a little easier. Just building on that, on Will's feedback, so that we also have a community engagement piece uh, to each and every project, uh, wherever it's the public-faced projects. So, and we have open houses. We have, whenever we start construction, so we just basically go and 
that community, if it's a rural community or here in the urban area. So we basically have all those construction plans we lay out there. We share with the community. We get their feedback. Even our construction activities are scheduled as per community's feedback. So when uh, when construction actually kicks in, of course, in addition to all this, uh, uh, these updates, we also use a social media. So to just time to time, we have web pages where the residents can go and just see the construction activities and any changes in the detour plans and the approved construction plans. Good to know. Are there any major projects coming up for this summer that people should know about? From a public works perspective, there's three main projects. We do. We're, we are currently delivering or sponsoring over 30. However, there's three main ones. Uh, when you're coming north of the ridge, you look to your left, you'll see the North Operations Center. That will be the new home of our roads uh, department and also will house our fleet and parks uh, maintenance as well. And uh, in Fort Chip One, we're uh, repaving the airstrip. Uh, we own and maintain that airport and we're currently uh, paving that airstrip and that is a huge project for us and for the community of Fort Chip One. Make that airport safer and more efficient. And as well, uh, some of our residents might have seen our disc golf course here, right here in Parsons Creek that will be opening this summer. Another amenity for all of our citizens to enjoy. In addition to what Keith mentioned, so there are many other projects which uh, from engineering, so we are delivering Saunderson pressure reducing project and uh, uh, flood mitigation is a big program which is also for the protection of the community. So there are many contracts ongoing reach 5, reach 10, and a few other ongoing construction contracts reach 8. So that's also part of our continuation of the same flood mitigation program which we are working on. Um, reach 6, we are doing still the community engagement piece, but uh, there are other projects which we are delivering in the rural communities as well, which is part of the rural water and sewer servicing programs. So these are just a few highlights. Good to know. Any important updates on ongoing projects or anything? Well, I think, I think I'll just uh, touch base on the, the Saunderson pressure reducing station. Those of you who are driving along Highway 63 and saw sort of that big enclosure um, a couple weeks ago, that was for part of the work that was happening downtown near Saunderson, which is actually kind of right snuggled up next to Highway 63 um, between like Main Street and I think uh, near, near the Boston Pizza downtown. So down in that area, over the next three years, there's going to be work happening down there and so it's it's phased in different stages. So what you see today in a couple months from now is going to be a little bit different. So there's going to be signage posted out there to kind of direct traffic, but also we'll be sharing notices, uh, the construction notices online, like I had mentioned earlier. But I think uh, what's really important to sort of highlight with respect to that is some of, some of these projects actually take place right next to businesses. So uh, we want to remind residents, you know, and folks out there that if you see construction happening near your businesses, that are that are in the area please remember that those businesses are going to be open still you know just because we're doing construction we do a lot of planning to make sure that uh, access is still available to those businesses and people can still get in to do some shopping or get the services they need so that's kind of a big one and that project is actually scheduled to go up until uh, 2026 so that'll be going for a little while even for that Saunderson project there's been some work happening up in Abyssin so people might have noticed there was a, a temporary closure of of, uh, the north end of Abyssin and uh, residents were really great about that they uh, drove slowly they followed all the signage and the flaggers you know uh, that was that's a pretty big project that's one of the bigger ones that's happening in in Fort McMurray right now the other one uh, Keith mentioned a few minutes ago which is the Public Works North facility driving just to the north side of the Athabasca Bridge you can see I guess that's on the west side of the highway as some buildings that are, are starting to come up there and that's going to be a Public Works facility pretty soon I think that's scheduled for completion 2020 
2025, we should be cutting ribbons for that building. Cool. Nice. Super exciting. Anything else that I miss that you guys want to touch on before we finish up? I think it's very important that our residents know that when we are delivering projects, we do it uh, very much on a synergetic basis. So all delivering departments, if I'm putting in if I'm repaving a road, I'll contact Nazir, I'll contact Environmental Services to see if it's time for the pipelines to be rehabilitated. If they're within a couple of years of being rehabilitated, I'll pull up the pavement, those guys will uh, rehabilitate the pipes, and then we'll put down the pavement. So then we're not doing one project in, in silo of another. I think that's very important, and we've uh, come a long ways in doing that synergy. Good to know. And going into that, where can we learn more? Like you said, the website, just kind of push that out and let people know where we can get all our info. For sure, I will. So rmwb.ca slash construction or if you just go onto our main website and go in the little search bar and search for construction or if you happen to know the specific project you can search for the specific project and find construction notices for that people these days get too many emails so if you do decide you want to subscribe for updates you can actually just subscribe for your neck of the woods so if you live in Anzac you can sign up for notices that are just related to Anzac and you don't need to get all the information about the other other parts of the region but maybe you live in Thickwood and you own a house in Anzac, you can sign up for both Thickwood and Anzac and get, you know, you can kind of tailor tailor make your 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 notifications for getting information. Um, you can go on the construction map, which is also our mwb.ca slash construction. You can scroll around the map and click on the, the, the colored lines and find out information about each project. You can call the pulse line. I encourage you to do any and all of the above to stay up to date. Good to know. I just want to say thank you, Will, Nasser, and Keith for coming on and letting us know about construction going on. Thank you. Thank you. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.